I know how podcasts work. We both know how podcasts work. Where are you? We got some work to do for Fuck. Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? We need some help from you now. Fred. Come on, Scooby Doo. I see you. Pretending you got silver. You're not feeling me because I can't see. Hi, we're back. It's been a while, but here we are. Here we are. Welcome to Fred Says Fuck, uh, with me, your host, Charlotte. And me, your host, Lucy. It has definitely been a while. Was the Halloween episode our last one? No, we did one afterwards. Oh, okay. We did one about three months ago, which is (laughs) quite long ago, but not quite as long as the Halloween episode, which is an even longer gap. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say we probably, in the future... Uh, you can look forward to episodes being more regular because uh, me and Lucia, <laughs> after July, will be living together. Which is great. And Mr. Incorporated did foreshadow this. I made a joke in the Halloween episode because I listened to it this morning um, where I referenced that episode where Fred says that they're going to graduate and move in together. And um, I made a joke that that's what we were going to do. And it was true. It was true. You mocked me then, but you don't now. <laughs> I don't now. Now you don't, because you have to live with me. <laughs> what a horror. That's the real spooky uh, circumstance. Mm, yeah. So um, we are on season two of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? It's episodes three and four. Yep. Um, yeah. Should we get to it? Unless you have anything else you want to add? Um, I, do- I don't think so. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, yeah, how, first of all, how are you? <laughs> how are you on this day, Lucy? I'm very... Not saying your last name. I'm very well. I'm glad. How are you? I'm terrible, really. I mean, I handed in my dissertation this morning, which was very stressful, and I spent the entire day drinking, and I got up at six this morning. It's <laughs> a lot of drinking. I've been drinking for a while, but it's all for good podcast purposes. C'est la vie. As the French say, c'est la vie. C'est la vie. C'est la vie. Um, okay, yeah, episode, season two, episode three. Um, Maybe? So we watched these originally on Amazon Prime, which we don't have anymore. They're not sponsoring us, so don't use them. <laughs> it's a bad, bad company. company. Um, and these episodes were the other way around on Amazon than they are on Daily Motion. I know this is very exciting. <laughs> this is good podcasting. This is good podcasting. This is good podcasting. Uh, but more importantly, uh, yeah, we're going with Jeepers. It's, it's the, the creeper. creeper as episode three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So starts as they all do. Introduction. Intro. Cold opening. Uh, a man is driving, and then there's a fallen tree in the middle of the road, and he goes, "A fallen tree! Now I have to move it." <laughs> he seems very resigned to it. He's like, He's "You like, know what? I was born for this. This is just another part of my day. I've spent my entire life leading up to this moment. <laughs> I've got to move this tree out of the way. I'm prepared. Mm-hmm. I've been training. I'm gonna do it." And he mm-hmm. does it, and then we see a man behind him, sort of. Yeah, he gets mugged. Sort of. <laughs> well, there's just there's like a guy behind him, and he's green, and he's got a scary face. He's got like the classic Scooby Doo, like scary face. Yeah, which is big eyes <laughs> and big sort chin. Of Frankenstein's monster esque, but, but like with more hair, less detail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much less detail. Mm-hmm, so much. And then we cut to mystery machine. 
and they're driving and they're ready to go for the school dance which the school has chosen to host in an old barn house which Velma says is groovy is it? I mean maybe they just had less options back then I mean it doesn't even seem like decorated on the inside no there it are is... stacks of hay everywhere <laughs> it's a it's a it's a, it's a barn <laughs> It's just a barn. It's a secret um, illegal rave. They've not paid to be there. I mean, They're yeah, just probably. I mean, yeah. Um, Scooby is getting ready. He's putting on little spotty bow tie. Mm-hmm. So that's tomorrow. Yeah, we have a ball. We have a ball tomorrow. Archaeology ball. I, yeah, I organized it. Lucy organized it. She's president of the archaeology society. It's going great. <laughs> yeah. So this is a very this is, this is a podcast track. about oh. Scooby Doo or about our personal lives. God, both. <laughs> It's one of those um, like horror web series where it sort of the horror takes place in the background. At first, it seems just like a vlog, and then like spooky things start happening. Oh yeah! And they're like, "Hmm, couldn't I'm sleep like... last night. I kept seeing this face that was looking <laughs> in the window." But in other news, here's what I've been doing to work out recently. Yeah, yeah, that's what this podcast. Okay, is. Mm-hmm. except instead of working out, it's, it's just Scooby Doo. It's just failing archaeology quiz. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, and none of the rest of the gang are dolled up. It's only Scooby Doo. Um, mm-hmm. And they, what is it they say? They make an old expression. I think it's an old expression. They're like, oh, he's getting ready to put the dog on. And I'm like, is that, it's a, like, is that a They thing? act like it's a pun and the studio audience as ever love it. But it's not really a joke. There's a lot that happens in these that aren't actually jokes. But it's, it's fine. Uh, but they see the car that the it, other man was driving. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, there's been an accident. And the weird thing is with this car is that the inside of the car is trashed. It's been ransacked, as mm. Fred says. Yeah. But the outside is absolutely fine. And then they see the guy on the floor and he's like unconscious. And they're like, it's a bank guard. <laughs> so it's very obvious, apparently. Yeah. I thought he was a cop. Yeah. I think it's just the general uniform. He's wearing a uniform, There's but it's so like little detail the in the animation. I'm like, yeah. it could be anyone. It could be like a suit. <laughs> it could be anything. He could be in the army. I don't know. <laughs> um, he looks very very injured he's like unconscious and they're like is he okay and Daphne's like yeah he's fine just had a conk to the head and then <laughs> like yeah but has the conk to the head killed him <laughs> yeah, it's like oh yeah the famously uh unimportant area of the head <laughs> it's fine it's like that's the number one piece of advice you get when you have a baby it's like oh you're all right dropping it on his head <laughs> like, the head is there. the strongest part it's just really hard bone <laughs> it's fine <laughs> Yeah, uh, he hands them a bit of paper. And he's like, Flame will reveal the creeper. And they're like, Why is he giving us a blank piece of paper? And immediately it's they're like, Have you guys seen media? The thing is, they're incredibly <laughs> bad detectives. I know. Which doesn't come up enough. But how bad they are at detective work. And the only good thing that they can do is like Chase. accidentally catching <laughs> villains after chasing them for like. 10 minutes yeah they can only chase people and even that they didn't do very successfully most no. of the time and Velma always acts like she knew the answer at the end and it's like you didn't you did you, you were didn't all know. ready to jump on that it's a supernatural phenomenon trend. yeah <laughs> she's there like ah oh, just as I suspected a man in a mask and like it's two like, scenes earlier she's there like he's alive it's the like ghost it's, of it's a real cricket or something <laughs> it's I think also that go- the thing that goes unacknowledged is that Velma is the dumbest of the entire mystery gang. 
everything she says is incredibly dumb. It's just that she wears glasses, so they think she must be smart, so they just agree with her. That's, I mean, that's pretty much how I get by in life. People meet me and they're like, oh, she's wearing glasses. She must be intelligent. And I'm like, glasses. <laughs> her glasses are an inch thick. She knows what's going on. <laughs> It's like my it's like my third eye. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> They're so magnified she can just see into the beyond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they uh they find an address in in the on the piece of paper or in his no, coat or what? They look through the car and Scooby finds a piece of paper and in the car they <laughs> they just have a piece of paper and they're like the address of the bank manager and so they go to find Mr. Carswell the bank manager and we're like we found your bank guard and it's like that's doesn't seem like the logical progression (laughs) take him to a hospital I also like that they're just like ooh it's Mr. Carswell president of the bank (laughs) the one the bank (laughs) well in this post-apocalyptic future that yeah. they live in there is just one bank there's one bank. and it's called the bank <laughs> and it has the money i love okay so mr carswell tells them he's there like okay so the creeper has been robbing the bank but the thing is all the windows and doors are still locked and mm. so immediately from the inside any good detective would be like it's an inside job <laughs> but velma's like it's a phantom <laughs> which yeah great detective work velma <laughs> But yeah, so they are over this now. They're like, this is a mystery, but it will come up later probably. Yeah, they're like, we're, we're going to go back to our school dance. It's uh, more important. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was just like, why is the creeper after them? And then I remembered they yeah. had the piece of paper. Um, yeah, so they're like, time to go to the school dance. Um, which Back to the creepy old mum. Luckily, they're in time to catch because it didn't take long for the other stuff to happen. <laughs> um, uh, we get more of the like old school dancing that they do they they do the same dance mechanics same same three frames of animation (laughs) in every episode there is a new couple though who are like kind of fun looking I don't know wordless and nameless mostly Um, and it focuses on like that couple Fred and Daphne and Velma and Shaggy and it's only showing these three dancing couples which makes it look like the dance is just just those three people and a dog in a barn Maybe to them that's very exciting. I mean, they love to dance. Small town, maybe. Yeah, we don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and uh... the creeper is like creeping outside as he is prone to do. That's his name. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, yeah, they're dancing. Daphne calls it a groovy dance floor, Mm -hmm. which it's a barn. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby do some of their gleeful comedy. Where uh, Scooby steals Shaggy to dance with him. Yeah, and Velma's like, oh, I've been a wallflower before, but this is ridiculous. Which Which foreshadows, again, Mystery Mystery Incorporated. Incorporated. This episode's got a lot of that. They all do. Mm. Is it foreshadowing if they didn't actually plan for it? (laughs) If it was 40 years before. (laughs) I mean, it's just very good foreshadowing. It's like in Twin Peaks where it had the bit that was like 25 years later and then they did another series 25 years later. Mm. But like, better (laughs) also i realized something that um for the last three years um every year i've watched mystery incorporated all the way through and this is the first time in three years where i haven't done that oh well we need to again then i mean at some point we'll have to watch it for the podcast not for a very long time because there is a lot of content to get through before we get there 
But we will. Maybe we'll do like a special. We'll do a special because where, I... where we just talk about it. We don't have to like do the episodes. We'll just have an episode as a bonus rambling. where we just talk about how much we love Mystery Incorporated, which is every episode. It's um, the best show on television, and I will hear nothing else. There is none like it. You want to talk to about the Sopranos? Bullshit! Bullshit! Was uh, there the... ancient Assyrian gods in the Sopranos? <laughs> Was there? Uh, real children getting machine gun to death in the wire? <laughs> did, did a child Maybe. I get machine... know what the wire's about. Did a, did a child get machine gun to death by Nazi robots in Breaking Bad? I don't think so. Meth? Who cares? <laughs> it's the best show. It's the best show. We've um, gotten so sidetracked listen, by the best show. It's the best show. Um, where are we? <laughs> yeah, um, so Scooby's eating some corn, corn cob, dipped in chocolate. He calls it like corn a la chocolate, and it's like a running joke about Shaggy eating disgusting food, but it's incredibly stupid every time, and mm. I hate it. I just wrote food crimes. <laughs> <laughs> More for like personal taste, but I just think chocolate corns probably They're like popcorn. I, you know? Yeah, but like <laughs> corn on the cob. Is what they're it, it looks like incredibly disgusting corn on the cob as well, just because it doesn't look good. It's very simplistically drawn, and it just looks like a log that's got lines drawn on it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the creepers turned off the electricity in which the is, barn, which can be done by one switch. It's on a the big, outside. like Igor-style switch <laughs> that you just like go out, and there's a box around it, and you just. Pull, pull it down and whole, all the power goes out which maybe is how it works in a barn I don't even know there was electricity in what? most barns you were born in the country you're a country folk I am a country I'm folk I'm a city slicker you're a city slicker you don't understand work. barns I mean barns only have a purpose I've never really seen a barn that's just like for hay a barn I've been, in, I've been in like a straw and hay barn but it's like full of straw I mean like, maybe they took all the straw out I mean, yeah maybe it's like maybe the hay production summer? was low spring I guess maybe I don't know I, I think it's unrealistic <laughs> okay <laughs> an unrealistic uh, electricity You've not got thing. enough farmyard hicks writing for Scooby Doo <laughs> no employ more of us <laughs> employ me as a writer I know how it is to live in a city this is the first time we ever see their school pairs ever because the camera like the camera the the camera <laughs> the real camera that's on set with them mm-hmm. the shot like zooms out and there's all their like school pairs and friends and they're all in yeah, couples yeah. dancing so there are, all other, like, there are oh. other people there yeah <laughs> they're like oh fuck the lights and Fred's like now calm down I'm rational <laughs> he's like as a rational man I think you should all just remain calm <laughs> it's just a power outage yeah, it's just a power outage. I think in a school dance, people would be like, ha, ah, sick. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, the lights are off. I mean, I don't know, it's a barn dance. It can't get much shit. <laughs> I, went um, to, I went to barn dances when I was young, but they were in just like a church. Yeah, yeah, not, like, an, not like in a barn. It wasn't a barn. We didn't no. have access. I've been to the ones in like village halls, yeah. but not like barns, because they're full of things and cobwebs. <laughs> splinters and probably asbestos. <laughs> Do you or your well, my house burnt down. Mesothelioma. What <laughs> burnt down? Yeah, one well, my house just fun burned down. It was great. That would have been a good ending to the Scooby Doo episode. 
<laughs> they're at a school dance and the creeper burns it down, it burns killing 80 down. It's just like the end of Carrie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so they all decide to leave the barn because they're like, this blows. Yeah. And they're all going to take the party to the malt shop. They're all going to meet up at the malt shop. Our classic. Uh, Pop Steiner. Yeah. It is Pop Steiner. Well, this this, this is something it's based yeah. on, you know? The malt shop. I wish we had a malt shop rather than just like 700 costas. <laughs> Uh, let's mm. go to Pratt. Let's, let's meet up at Pratt. <laughs> so much worse. Let's take charcoal shots. <laughs> Activated charcoal that completely <laughs> stops my SSRIs from working. I want, I want my medication to be absorbed, <laughs> but not by me, by my charcoal. <laughs> yeah. So everyone leaves apart from the gang, who for some reason are the last ones to leave, mm-hmm. and uh, the creeper is after them. Yeah. Shaggy and Scooby get chased around for a bit, and then they bump into the gang. And then Velma loses her glasses. Mm. And she's down on the ground for like two minutes with Fred and Daphne stood behind her. And she's like yelling. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, my glasses! <laughs> you know, classic Velma shit. <laughs> Blind. <laughs> she can't see anything. She's reaching for glasses, which are literally like 20 centimeters they in front are of her. Below her hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she can't find them. But <laughs> she's down on the ground for a very long time with Fred and Daphne behind her. And they just leave her. They all run off to hide in a hay bale and the creeper is just standing over Velma and she's still searching for her glasses and they're like, well, one of us has to be sacrificed. (laughs) Guess it's Velma, the weak don't survive, I guess. (laughs) Your fault for being fucking blind. They all have like really misunderstood Darwinism. (laughs) Survival of the fittest, Velma. Sorry, see you later. (laughs) Yeah, and um, she finds her glasses and she sees the creeper and uh, she sort of runs into the hay bale too but just like on her knees it's pretty good pretty well animated <laughs> I enjoyed <Yeah>. it <laughs> it's how I would run if I was running on my knees yeah and then um, uh, song song time yeah we're doing the whole season two song thing where it's a, like a fun Beach Boise 1970s song yeah. plays you can hear like the music is in the transition of music from like the Beach Boys into the Beatles mm, yeah because it's that like early 70s like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, sunny music, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah this song's cool. This song's like, it's hard to be in love with, with an, an ostrich. ostrich. It's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I don't doubt it. <laughs> um, it doesn't have anything to do with what's going on, but... They it, never do. But it really makes me feel good yeah it's like fun i'm not i'm not watching the chase scene because it's the same dumb bullshit that it always is running through doors going back through doors um falling over into the ghost and then Mm -hmm. scooting off away from the ghost scooby and shaggy no scooby runs through the barn shaggy follows him and stands on a rake and gets hit in the face with a rake he runs past the rake the creeper stands on the rake it's your classic stuff you know Mm -hmm. good comedy uh huh. Um, <laughs> the creeper is also because we were wondering earlier in the episode why they're calling him the creeper. Yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, he's the creeper, and it's like, is that just because he looks weird? Because he's just like a green yeah, man. Yeah. Did he ever announce himself as the creeper, or they're like, he is creeping? Yeah. But then it turns out he did, much like a Pokemon. <laughs> creeper <laughs> is the only thing he's able to say. He just said. Creeper, creeper, <laughs> creeper. He's like Mr. Mime's final evolution. <laughs> he also marries your mother. <laughs> um, they have like a horse-drawn carriage over a canyon chase. 
Um, yeah, which I'm not sure where it came from. I looked away and then they were in a carriage. I didn't say question. <laughs> Stop. I like looked down on my notebook to write something and then and everything. No, it's like it's like a chariot. It's like a horse-drawn chariot, <laughs> but like with hay on it. Uh, Scooby and Shaggy end up in the horse pit and then it disconnects from the chariot and they go flying off and the creepers holding on to like some. The, ro- the ropes. Creepers on another yeah, horse. He's around. Um, so, yeah, Scooby and Shaggy are like catapulted into a chicken coop because we're on a farm. Yeah, so, so there's chickens. <laughs> chickens. And Fred, Daphne, and Velma are somehow still alive after falling down a canyon. Yeah, and the, in he- a chariot. the, the chariot fucking lands on them. <laughs> Daphne's fine. Daphne stood up and like. She's posing. like fixing her hair, but like with her <laughs> with her hip pops like it always is. <laughs> and Fred and Velma are like crushed <laughs> under the cup. Like, like the way it's drawn is like looks like they're severed in the middle. Stuck. They've just, been, they've just been brutally killed. And Velma's like, well, that was one wild ride. <laughs> Her face is very, very funny in this scene. I can't really articulate how it looks. I think it's just very poorly animated. Shaggy and Scooby are in the chicken coop and they're like, oh, how to hide from the creeper. So they hide under some chickens and then one of them imprints on Scooby. (laughs) Scooby's like sitting on an egg with like a glove on his head to be a chicken. It's like Wallace and Gromit. And then the chicken hatches and it's like, squeak 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 and it sees them and it's like oh it thinks you're his mother that used to be a thing a lot in cartoons i feel yeah in the, but i feel like this is days. not the first time this has happened in scooby-doo even yeah things are happening in old cartoons that don't seem to happen anymore seals being in circusy shows yeah with like a ball on their nose yeah it's because it's bad yeah we've learned chickens imprinting on people um unicyclists <laughs> I feel there's I, less unicyclists in I cartoons. I feel like I don't watch enough cartoons these days because there might be just as much unicycling. I mean, I just watch like, I don't know, cartoons where it's more like emotional. Yeah, they're emotional now. I cartoons. don't know. I watch like, I don't actually watch that many cartoons. I watch like Steven Universe. I'm sorry. Blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Hashtag <laughs> <Just> problematic. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. There's less, less seals than there used to be. Hmm. My opinion. <laughs> this has been a, seals, this has been a great conversation. Like <laughs> yeah, so uh, they've got a chick now and it's going to follow them around because it thinks Scooby's its mother and it starts barking like yeah. a dog. Yeah. Uh, Fred, Velma, and Daphne find a car in the bushes with yeah. photo negatives in it. But they've been ripped up. And also, Fred says, they look strange. Which he doesn't elaborate on, but they look strange. I like to think he's just never seen a photo negative before. Why are the colours all strange? (laughs) Just doesn't understand photography, which I guess it was the early 70s. Yeah, but you know what a negative is, surely. You'd think. He's a very dumb boy. Um, He just tells people to do things. That's his role. (laughs) Fred puts other people's lives on the line. (laughs) Speaking of which, (laughs) the gang, like the smug trio... Um, think that the creep is coming so they jump out of the bushes and attack Shaggy and Scooby who it actually was it's very humorous it's very humorous then almost beating them to death Um, and then they see footprints and these are the only footprints like they're not leaving footprints but obviously there are massive foot footprints (laughs) yeah (laughs) Fred's like get a load of these and they follow them and they find this rope bridge but the rope like the planks on it have been wound up to the other end of the canyon yeah and so Fred 
a hero as ever. Hero, good boy Fred is like, hey, <laughs> brave man. Fred is like, hey, Scooby, can you just like climb across these two ropes to the other side of the canyon? And the canyon is like a hundred foot down. I don't know more. It's really, it's really far really, down. Really it's very really like high up. I have no idea where they live. Honestly, it's like a canyon, swamps, beaches. Yeah, it's like an old style Wild West canyon with like a stream at the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> it's the where fucking Grand Canyon. <laughs> and um, he's just like, yeah, go on, Scooby, just, just, just shimmy across. Just shimmy across. Just shimmy like, across. It's stopping you, Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Fred never fucking does anything. <laughs> they all act like Scooby's a coward. But you, all of his fears are completely rational. Yeah, I think it's rational to not want to fall to your death. <laughs> and it's another one of those things. It's like, everyone's there like, oh yeah, Velma's the smart one. Even though on the show, she's canonically very like... Ditzy. Ditzy. Yeah. And then everyone's like, Fred's the brave one who makes really good traps. Even though he's not brave, he has Scooby to do everything. And he also doesn't make functioning traps like 80% of the time. <laughs> they rarely work. He just tells people to do things. But he's like, hey, will you do it for a Scooby snack? And Scooby's like, guess I'm contractually obliged by this point. <laughs> um, and he throws it at him, but the chick that's yeah. on his head still like eats it. And they're like, <laughs> but he still does it. So Which, Scooby, no, you're worth. He should be, cons- <laughs> he should be uh, compensated for endangering himself. But yeah, so... Um, he does manage to get across the cabin and rolls out the planks for everybody else. And I love what happens next because it, for me, it raises so many questions. There's it's a, a mystery. Ca- yeah. There's a cave, right? At the other side of the canyon. And they go in and there's just this guy there. <laughs> it's just a guy in the cave. This old man. And he's like, they're like, who are you? And he's like, I'm the hermit of the hills. And it's like, what, the designated one? <laughs> so there's a hermit in the hills. Does every hills get a get a hermit? It's like, do they know about him? <laughs> Is he a thing that they're aware of? He's like, I'm the hermit of the hills. He's like, okay, yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> you Love get, your thing. You want to build something, you have to get a planning permission permit, but now you also have to get a planning permission permit. And he's just like, join me for dinner. And Shaggy and Scooby are like, yeah, okay, dinner. And Fred, like, sotto voce, very quietly to, like, except very audibly to Velma and Daphne. He's like, do you think this is the creeper? And it's like, why? No, he's like... He's like he doesn't look like the creeper and Velma's like he looks worse <laughs> which what rude <laughs> just, he's just a man he's just a man in a cave he's got a beard he's sure. offering you food have a little faith in yeah. strangers and Scooby and Shaggy they eat the food and he, they're like oh this tastes kind of weird what is it and he's like squirrels squirrels and bats and that crab grass whatever and they're like oh this is gross he's like do you want more and Shaggy's like no I'm on a no squirrel diet <laughs> Velma's like I'm pretty sure he's the creeper <laughs> she's like I'm not fooled he's I'm the creeper that, like, if, if the creeper's been stealing like shit tons of money why from is he the living bank, in a cave why is he still a hermit yeah I mean it doesn't make any logical sense no and obviously that we've He's one of two characters who we've seen yeah. in this episode. So, you know, they, they have know. to have a, have a fun misdirection. <laughs> it's just like, uh, who else could it be? Uh, it's this guy with cave, access to the bank. Cave hermit. <laughs> or cave 
Velma. How does he go through the walls, Velma? <laughs> Is he a phantom? Who did this? Who's committed this white collar crime? Oh, it's the, it's the it's homeless the man who lives in a cave outside of town and eats squirrels. <laughs> well, it's a class traitor. <laughs> They're all class. I mean, I know. They're all incredibly wealthy. Is the thing. Mm. They don't understand it yet. No, but Velma's the only working class one. That's true. She should get this. That's why she's a class traitor. <laughs> Oh yeah, they go back to the mystery machine and they're like, "Oh, we should go um, set a trap for yeah. the creeper." And they're, they're like, like, stood there looking into the mystery machine, and they're like, "I'm glad we didn't see that creeper again." And they open the door, and the creeper sat behind the wheel, like they <laughs> caught him trying to steal their car. <laughs> they're like, "The creeper!" <laughs> like he, he looks, yeah, there he is. He looks really sheepish. Yeah, he's, he's just like, sat there like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> mum." <laughs> he's just in the car, just like jacking it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just can't believe they ran away from the hermit like that. He just wanted a friend. I know, he didn't do anything. He's literally screaming, come they, back. They, they literally <laughs> run away from him, like, full-on legs-going, classic chase scene running. And yeah. it's like he did nothing. And then they, like, he get did to the van, to you. which the creeper is in, and they're like, oh, it's still the hermit. And they're like, well, he, he can runs run faster. pretty fast. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and they're running away from the creeper you know doing that doing that running away thing um, <laughs> he nearly gets Fred and Fred's like guess I'm a goner <laughs> Fred fully expects to die but he's like very chill about it so yeah. he's he's, he's like, accepted I, his own death he's got all his affairs in order mm-hmm. his will's written out it's all going to I don't even know does he care about anybody he's no. very keen to send other people to their deaths Maybe yeah. it's because he puts so little value yeah, on yeah, human he does, life. He's like, this is only one part of our existence. There are many worlds beyond this one. And he thinks everyone agrees with him, which <laughs> they, they don't. He's like, you cannot kill me in any way that matters. <laughs> um, Fred dies, but rises again faster and stronger. <laughs> uh, the guy, the creeper nearly gets Velma, but she just like stops and they're like, you wouldn't hit someone with glasses. So he just takes her glasses off and then she kicks him in the shins, which I was like, mm. that's good. Yeah, it's very dumb, but it's, you know. It is funny how she, you can she just physically, physically fight him, these people. Which they normally never do. And it's like, they literally just run. And most of the time there's four, five of them. Yeah. And there's one, now. one shitty like monster up that time Scooby like box the, the eight, eight man. man. Yeah, that's, I think those stand out because they're the only two yeah, times you like use physical force. <laughs> <laughs> capture anybody they have a they have a pacifistic message they're like it's not right to try and punch the monster yeah. but it is right to catch them in a net and or a rope I was or hit say, them with an anvil I was going to say most of the criminals are non-violent offenders yeah, but I never then, get... there are a lot of people kidnapped and he did mug that bank guy at the start yeah, of the episode which I guess him. is violent it's never clear what the monster will do once it catches them is the thing will it Will it kill them? They Will it rob them? Check them out. They just it sometimes like nearly grabs them, but normally misses because they duck or something. Yeah. Like, will it just squeeze it, them it to would, death? It would grab them and then look into the eyes of a frightened child. <laughs> it's like maybe I don't want to kill this seventeen-year-old. <laughs> maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's. Maybe what ethical boundaries am I willing to cross <laughs> in pursuit of my? normally very stupid goal yeah I'll terrorise people but like not violently 
Just by dressing up as a Just clown. Just by dressing as a, as a monster. Mm. Yeah, so uh, they do a chase scene and they end up in the barn. Yeah. Um, and then they end up in another pile of hay. And then there's a hay bale maker that's just... Do they turn it on by accident or is it just on? I don't know. I don't know. They're just... They all get turned into hay bales apart from Scooby. And it's about now that when I watched this the first time, I was thinking, hey, hang on a second. I've seen this scene before. Yeah. But like better animated. But like animated differently it's because it's because they they do a redraw of it in mystery incorporated as like a flashback sequence which implies that happens before mystery incorporated yeah which is interesting i'll have to figure out the timeline on that which is strange because i assume that most of the mysteries happened after mystery incorporated maybe scooby-dooby-doo where are you happens before mystery incorporated but then everything else what's happens new scooby-doo it happens after, after mystery, mystery incorporated, incorporated in that does make that does make sense yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. soft mm. <laughs> fucking <laughs> confirmed um yeah and they're in the hay bales so they unmask the creeper yeah. and it's mr carswell the who'd other th- character who'd have thought the villain was the rich person <laughs> it's the bank manager and he's stealing from the bank um, and it was like, well, we knew this was an inside job from the start. How do you just get inside Velma the bank? Didn't. Velma didn't. was like, it's a ghost. <laughs> um, but the, the way he was stealing from this bank, I find so funny. Because I feel like in the 70s, they still have better security than this. So he yeah. was just like going to the su- the like safe at the end of the day in the bank taking out stacks of cash and putting them in his briefcase and then just leaving work and I'm like I'm pretty sure you they have to like search your bag yeah. and stuff and like I don't know much about working in a bank No, I've never done it but I, I would assume that you can't just do that <laughs> it's like they have like trackers and yeah. there's like Money's probably like... gotta be like two keys isn't that yeah. thing where there's like two keys or is that just Harry Potter no I've seen that in other things where it's like there's multiple security measures, yeah. so one person can't just steal all the money out of the bank. But it's fine, he stole it. <laughs> he just stole the money. And then he dressed as the creeper um, and acted as if he'd stolen the money later in the day to throw people off the scent. Yeah, which, like, you could have just stolen it. And yeah. did, did people only realise the money was gone because they saw the creeper coming out and were like... I mean, it's unclear, yeah. But yeah, so the, um, the security guard puts up an infrared camera uh, and it catches him stealing. Mm. <laughs> it's a very funny picture. It catches him stealing from the bank, and that's why he beat up the um, bank the security, security guard. Yeah. guard. And the piece of paper that they wanted was one of the pictures mm. from their camera. It was a very incriminating picture of the guy just stealing the money. Yeah, and just at this very late stage of the game, Velma's like, "Add fire to find the creeper," and she puts like a like a lighter under it, and it develops the picture super quickly, and it's him stealing the money. But it's like. That clue was completely useless because you'd already caught him. By yeah, then. I know. And now, like, we figured that out when he said fire will, rev- will reveal the creeper. Like, yeah. Then, you know, heat it up. Yeah. I, this is another thing. It's like, have you seen media? I know it's the 70s, but, like, no. that's in everything. They've never seen a- anything, they've never read a book. Uh, they head back down to the malt shop to catch up with everyone who mm-hmm. I guess is still they, they, there. They creep on down to the malt oh, shop yeah. as Fred says, which I think thought was a good joke. It's not. <laughs> yeah, um, but first of all they have to return the chick to its mother, which they do, but Scooby accidentally like hatches seven other chicks while he's there and they're like Scooby became a mother hen after all. Yeah, it's, it's like, like what? what? <laughs> the chick 
character arc is resolved and then immediately unresolved. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They'll be gone. <laughs> I did note that this is one of the only times where animals are shown to like Scooby rather than being horrified by him, which they normally are. They're normally incredibly aggressive towards him. But again, I think this is because they were like fresh into the world. These chicks were just hatched. They imprinted on him. Yeah. And they they didn't know his evil. <laughs> they, they didn't know that he was wrong. It. Yeah. They'll reach their like, I don't know, do chicks have like a teenage phase? Um, they'll hit they'll hit a slightly higher cognitive function and they'll and be, be like be able to detect it yeah they'll be like something wrong there mm-hmm. don't don't care for him <laughs> why is he talking why is he eat human food I mean I guess dogs eat I don't know dogs will eat whatever but why is he not dying <laughs> <laughs> so yeah how, how was that how was that episode that's I the liked end of the episode it. it made me laugh in unsuspected ways yeah it was fun it's like in a lot of ways, it feels like a very basic Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah. You know, it's your classic, he's stealing some money mm. in a kind of lame way. There's like a sort of basic mystery. There's a lot of chase scenes. There's a hermit. Yeah. I feel bad for that guy. Yeah, the, the hermit the, the of creeper, the hills. The creeper is not a compelling villain. No, but he does show up in pretty much every... Lesson. It's not the most... <laughs> interesting episode I'd no. say I'd say it's not especially creative in the Scooby-Doo thing it's no Charlie the sexy robot it's no Charlie the sexy robot um, <laughs> and there's it's not the clown <laughs> what was he called what was the clown called I have no idea uh, yeah <laughs> I'm thinking of him very vividly though there's a picture in my mind okay episode four and this is called Scooby's Night with a Frozen Fright. Which Ooh, sounds la, like la. a penthouse forum letter, but that's fine. <laughs> Dear penthouse, I was walking down the streets one night, me, Scooby, <laughs> and I saw this woman and she was all white and cold, but I was like, I must make love to you, but when I s- entered her body, Ugh. my soul <laughs> disappeared, and that's how the Night King was made. <laughs> ah! I feel like I've read that fan fiction. No, it's how the Night King was made. A dog and a woman. No, not that way. (laughs) (laughs) Scooby's a direwolf. I hate that. I (laughs) hate Game of Thrones. I hate Game of Thrones fans. Um, (laughs) Is this relatable? Um, Okay. Anyway, moving on to the show that we podcast about. What? Do we? Um, (laughs) Do we? Okay, yeah, so the cold open on this episode is very good. Um, it's a ship at night, rock, like on the rocky waters, and tied to the deck of this ship, just the main deck, and it's like a stormy night, right? Is uh, what looks like a sort of Neanderthal caveman type guy in a chunk of ice, like a uh, like a block, like a like a you know a cartoon block of ice. It's yeah. a big cube, big like cube. an ice cube, and he's just in it. And this is attached to the deck of the ship. By Just two ropes. on the deck of the ship, Just not in the cargo hold or anything. Not where you would put cargo. Mm-mm. Just on the deck, it's tied down by two ropes, and it's ice. I don't know if you've ever felt ice, my dear I... listeners, but it's a little slippy. Are they in the Arctic? <laughs> Why is it just it's on the deck in ice? <laughs> like it would melt, right? I. I yeah, because it never just... seems to melt. I don't know if the freezing temperature is just like a lot higher in this weird sort of strange world that they live in, and they're all just like used to it. They've had nuclear winter. Yeah, and it's they all have thicker skin. <laughs> <laughs> I 
They can I all just... cope with cold temperatures, what? but it's actually freezing all okay. the time. I think water freezing at a different temperature would massively affect literally everything. Um, okay, including it our freezes bodies. at the same temperature. Uh-huh. But everyone's just used to the cold and they've adapted for a colder climate. Okay. Through like, I don't know, fucking magic. Yeah. Which so is real. That's why the it never seems to like melt at any point. Well, it's like, I don't know, in the ocean. I just like even if okay, so you're out in the ocean. Yeah. It's cold. Mm-hmm. It's but then it's stormy, so it can't be that cold, because you have to have pressure drop for storms. Yeah. So it was hot. I assume I don't know how storms work. I'm I mean, really I, talking out I my ass. Think, right I now. feel like you're right though. I feel I think like, you, you can get winter storms. I just think they're unusual. Yeah, maybe they're more common out to sea. But like, it would melt, is what we're it saying. It would fucking melt. It's in the ocean, which is made of salt water. <laughs> yeah, but past all the other temperature stuff, like, ocean's not... Yeah, so the big ice cube falls into the ocean. <laughs> big shocker. Oh, off, off goes cave boy. But really, he's really just floating through the ocean. Thinking about the conversation that led to that, is that like, hey Dave, did you tie down the? Did you did you properly tie down the ice man? <laughs> oh no, the ice man. He wasn't tied to the deck properly. The the background to it all, the thought, the thought, the effort that was put in. And then the next scene is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we cut away from, from the caveman falling into the sea. And I hate using the term caveman. It's reductive. But that's what they, they say. They don't necessarily live in caves. We're archaeologists. <laughs> we can't stand for this kind of tomfoolery. We're going to call him Australia Pythagoras. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't Google this. <laughs> we didn't Google this. I know my entire chronology of human evolution off the top of my head. I'm graduating in August. I'm July... We're both graduating in July. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. <laughs> graduating in July. I know archaeology. Yeah, all of it. Every single I know bit. all of the archaeology. Um, so know about the old rocks. And the old the metals. older rocks. <laughs> the the metally bits. And the pot. Romans, they were a thing at one mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Can't wait to get a fur. Ah! Um... <laughs> So yeah, this two million year old man slides off into the sea, and then we cut to the gang on the beach. And guess what they're doing on the beach? Fucking dancing. Yeah. Fucking getting down on the beach. It's sort of it's meant to be daytime, and it is lighter than normal. I refuse to believe it's daytime. I, I think, think it's like <laughs> evening. I think um, it's the strange half light that the world they live in is always in because yeah. the the sky is still like really dark. Yeah, it's like. They live in a permadusk. Yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> the earth stopped moving. Yeah. <laughs> the earth has stopped. That's um, why it's so cold. And that's why it's so cold. And yet they also have deserts in the same place. Microclimate. Microclimates. Um, and they're all having a party on the beach. And Shaggy's eating hot dogs. As per usual. Um, and he's like fishing he's like I want to go fishing on the beach yeah which like fair he wants to go fishing um, and Scooby's got like some hot dogs attached to his fishing rod and Shaggy's yeah. like hey, do you know where those come from and he's like throws his fishing rod into the sky mm. and uh, it goes into the picnic basket and like snags some hot dogs it's like it's your picnic basket Yeah, you can just take them out <laughs> <laughs> you 
no need to steal them. No need to steal them. It's unnecessary. Mm. How do the gang function together? Do they do they live in the same house? Do they share food? I don't know. It's very unclear. Who pays for all the things? Where Who pays for parents? gas? <laughs> Where are their parents? <laughs> gas is free, but you have to kill people to get it. It's like Mad Max. I like to think this all takes place over like one long summer. All of it. Mm. That's like two mysteries a day. Mm. I like that. I mean, summer is like ten weeks though in America. That's true. It's a very jet, jet packed, jet set life they've got going jam on. Jam packed, jam packed, jet, jet, jet packed, jet packed, jet packed, jet jam set. <laughs> yeah, it's busy. Is what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> it's hectic. It's mysteries all the time. You're always being chased. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the summer boredom sets in. Yeah, yeah. Fred, Fred will go insane <laughs> if that happens. I mean, it's already happening. Yeah. Yeah, so they're they're uh, at the beach and they they dance for a bit and Velma's like, yeah. Shaggy, come dance with me, and he's, he's like, like, No, I'm fishing. No, I'm uh, <laughs> What does he Stop. say specifically? He says something really. <laughs> I don't oh know. no, he's uh he's trying to fish and he's like, I'm I've got a fish and he puts a mouse on the fishing rod and she's like, Why are you put a, a toy mouse on a fishing rod? And he's like, Trying to catch a catfish. Studio audience laughs. They don't know about the term catfish yet in the seventies. No, but they're talking about like a like a catfish. Yeah, I know, but that would have been funny in the modern day if they had the equivalent scene. No, it wouldn't. If they they'd probably got phone no, on the end. No, of the thing. they're like, no, that, that would be funny. I should write. You should. <laughs> I'm so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> to catch a catfish. Oh my god. <sighs> It's been a day. Um, I haven't even done anything. Um, so Shaggy reels in, unsurprisingly. Ah, mm-hmm. man, Australian Pithecus. Okay, before we before we discuss him catching a caveman with a fishing rod, I have another thing to discuss because you see, it gets caught on something, and he's like, "Oh shit, my fishing rod's been caught on something." I think I'm trying to reel in Moby Dick. <laughs> no, okay, but <laughs> and Lucy turns to me and goes, "Ha, Moby Dick isn't the name of the whale." <laughs> It's a person name. I don't know Moby Dick. How was I supposed to know that was the name of the whale? Lucy was like, Moby Dick is the name of the scientist. <laughs> it's I knew- Moby Dick's monster. Because <laughs> I thought Moby Dick was like, <laughs> this is what I think Moby oh Dick God. is, right? Okay. So it's this, it's this guy. It's like, um, I want to say Ishmael. He's the captain. Um, and he's after the whale. Yeah. And then he's got this little boy along with him. He's called Moby Dick. He's a and, DJ. <laughs> and Moby Dick is cataloging the events of the book. Oh my Moby god. Dick. No. <laughs> and and this is it Ishmael or Abraham? Ishmael. Yeah, and Ishmael why do I think it's Abraham? So in my head it's Abraham the captain. And so he's really after his white whale it's like Ishmael Ahab oh that's his full name I think so oh okay you can call me Ishmael he says okay but he's like Captain Ahab yeah okay well anyway Abraham is after this great big white whale and Moby Dick's helping him out (laughs) the whale doesn't have a name it's a whale Mm. it's called Moby Dick the great white whale (laughs) So the book I- is about finding Moby Dick. <laughs> like, there he is, Moby Dick. What a silly name. Um, so that's Moby Dick. <laughs> you know, and I'm right. called that. His whale parents didn't name him that. 
Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> basically, Shaggy puts his wooden fishing rod into the ocean and pulls out a fully grown man in a block of ice. <laughs> uh, and they're all like, huh, weird. <laughs> they're like, wow, he's ugly, which... <laughs> First of all, um, it's bad archaeology to, like, have that sort of aesthetic judgment on, like, you know... Ancient peoples. Ancient peoples. Like, what are you even doing? So Unethical. What they decide to do with this ancient man, Australopithecus, really try not to say caveman. <laughs> um, I'm just going to refuse. I'm just going to say it. So the cave boy <laughs> is uh, in the ice and they decide because he's in the ice, they don't want him to melt. And so they're like, we'll take him to ocean land so they can put him in a freezer and the scientists can look at him. I want all of our listeners to understand right now that ocean land is revealed to be this universe's equivalent of SeaWorld. That's in their town, I guess. <sighs> Which, I don't know why they would think that they would be able to thaw a human being yeah. out of stasis from two million years Yeah, because they, they give it to some scientists. They can't even look after killer whales. They like- <laughs> <laughs> It's like this, this deleted scenes from Blackfish is them yeah, feeling yeah, yeah. this like <laughs> remains it's of called, a two thousand two million year old man. To it's them. called like sad man, and it's like the reanimated caveman, and he's just really unhappy. And they're like, look at the way his head like droops, droops over. <laughs> Only cavemen in captivity have a have a droop. <laughs> they can become incredibly violent, which is proved to be true. Yeah, so. There we go. Yes. <laughs> Solved. They take him to ocean land and they give him to these two scientists and they're like, we will try and reanimate him. Like what? like archaeologists do. Yeah, that's my one mission is to bring back the dead. <laughs> um, and I love the idea because they bring this, this frozen guy and they're like, we thought this would be the best place to bring him and we found him off the coast and they were like oh the current would have brought him here anyway and they're like alright peace oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. fucking peace out they're like this is fun <laughs> Velma um, Velma, I, I should probably mention Velma recognises him from the um, newspaper as having fallen off the back of the boat so it's probably why they're less shocked than they would probably normally have been <laughs> there's a human on the end of my fishing but still they're remarkably chill about this whole thing yeah I think I'd freak out a little bit seeing a dead body Early, yeah. early hominin or not I mean he's in very like very high levels of preservation it would be very impressive you can see like all his fabric and you can see the, the skinning and his skin and his face mm-hmm. jeez insane imagine seeing his face skin that's crazy that's in an crazy oh, you could, you'd learn so much mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know they're gonna reanimate him so they leave the, they leave ocean world the uh, ocean land, sorry. Ocean. <laughs> slip there. <laughs> sea land. Um, to go to the malt shop because that's where you go to calm down after seeing a dead body. They just live in the malt shop. They don't have homes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then the Shaggy realizes he left his fishing gear at Ocean World. At Ocean World, so they have to go back to Ocean World. They break in as they, they break are into Ocean to World. Do. Before that, uh, we see the scientists working. <laughs> In the uh, in the ice room, which is what you have in SeaWorld, and and, in, and indeed in all scientific laboratories, the scientists have to work in um, four degrees to freezing conditions to like yeah. keep them sharp. Yeah, <laughs> it's like my mind works better this way. Um, yeah, and they have to wear like these big like Lucky Arctic coats. gear yeah. coats, and um, 
someone mysteriously goes and turns a space heater that's just in the freezer room next to the frozen uh, cave boy. It does. It is funny. They're like, we'll, we'll we can thaw him out and reanimate him. Let's just stick a space heater next to it. It requires no more care than that. Yeah, so someone mysteriously turns the space heater on and the other guy is just like working on something else. Mm. And um, he's like, I have some plankton samples. Yeah, too. and then it, it cuts to the other... To no, the, uh... It's like both scientists and then one of them's like, oh, I need to go down to the dock and work on my research and it's like oh, oh yeah okay. it's like suspicious <laughs> then it turns to the uh, the camera goes to the ice block and the caveman is gone he's gone he's gone yeah and then um, the, the gang gets there yeah um, so they break in and then they find a door off his hinges and they're like who would break in <laughs> I mean who would oh actually they're like who would break out because it turns out it's the it's other way. The other way. Just glass was on the, the outside of the door. <laughs> Fred says jumping jelly beans, which I think should jumping jelly beans, gang. Fred says jumping jelly beans. That's the new name of the podcast. <laughs> what would that even be about? Us <laughs> purely. It's, it's our Riverdale podcast. It's our <laughs> it's jelly bean. Oh. Clever, clever, and it's not clever. It's not clever. What is happening? Um, Professor Wayne and the cavemen are both missing from inside the freezing laboratory. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Velma's like, "Mm -hmm. the caveman must have come to life. (laughs) Rational skeptic Velma. (laughs) Velma, yeah, bringing her great brain to the problem as always. Uh Uh-huh. It's out. And then Shaggy calls the cops, which is uncharacteristic of a hippie, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's like into the aesthetic, but not into like the lifestyle. Mm. He doesn't have the he's radical bougie. politics. Yeah, champagne. <laughs> he's not even a socialist. He's just like Hungry. I don't know. Yeah, he's like a shit seventies guy. You know the ones who are like hippies but they weren't into the politics but they just like to take LSD and like abuse women yeah they're like oh it's free love therefore you must have sex with yeah, me. yeah 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 and they're all like 15 yeah like that <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> shaggy. on a second <laughs> oh my god shaggy rogers you bad person <laughs> sorry shaggy I was just taking out my feelings about the 1970s on you and you didn't deserve that and I formally apologise he doesn't anyway he tries he's a child he's a child he's fine Uh, he does try to call the cops though that said the phone is unplugged it's like chewed through so he can't yeah he tries to like use Scooby's paw and it's another funny physical comedy joke (laughs) with Shaggy and Scooby it's the Chuckle Brothers at it again I've written Professor Instagram no, I haven't. Professor Ingston. <laughs> like it's just, it just looks like Instagram. What does that say? That I just read it as Instagram. Uh, yikes. <laughs> it's a yikes from me, friend. Because <laughs> they follow the caveman footprints, which are there in the laboratory with a floor, down to the docks. Yep, and <laughs> this is where they say they see Professor Ingstum, Inst- Ingstrom. Ingstrom. Instagram is sat like on the edge of the dock mm. with this machine in front of him yeah and they're like crouched and hiding and Velma's like is he talking to the fish mm-hmm and then he's just like fucking making dolphin noises into a machine and it's very enjoyable to witness and listen to yeah it reminded me and this might be a little 
bit of a niche reference. Oh, I love love to be niche. If you've seen Revenge of the Sith deleted scenes, <laughs> you will be familiar with the one in which Anakin and Kenobi are trying to talk, are talking to each other, and Anakin speaks droid with his mouth. He goes like, it's like genuine droid noises, like R2D2 noise, but he's like trying to pronounce it. If that had been left in the movie, it would have been so much better. I wish it had been. I wish you could just make droid noises with his mouth. You can just learn to speak droid. I mean, he canonically can understand droid. Why would you not be able to speak it? I guess, but it was my impression that like all droids could just understand English hence them being like robots oh yeah they can yes yeah, so he's, he's just showing off his like language skills he's like, like oh yeah blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh. don't you know I'm the chosen one <laughs> um, I can speak droid yeah anyway this guy can speak dolphin <laughs> yeah <laughs> but well Velm is like am I dreaming or is he speaking to a fish and then it cuts to Daphne and she has like the bitchiest face ever it's so judgmental I've seen people look at me with that face like in secondary school it was a very like walking into the Walking into the cafeteria and people look over like, hmm. <laughs> is that you know the um, TikTok of the girl who's like, are you emo? Are you emo? Are you are you, are like, you emo? Because you're, you're like depressed. You're like depressed. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. It was that exact face. It was very good, and it will be the um, the card for this episode. Yeah. Um, but she's like, I don't think you're dreaming. So he's talking to fish because Velma can't recognize the dolphin is a fucking mammal. <laughs> Brain genius Velma strikes again. Sorry, Velma, I'm being very cruel to you in this episode. <laughs> We've been very mean to all of them this episode. <laughs> they deserve it. Um, I'm just feeling fighty. I'm just calling, like, call Daphne a bitch. <laughs> Shaggy takes advantage of women. Fred is willing to let all of his friends die, and Velma's a moron. <laughs> Are any of them not true? <laughs> <sighs> oh my god okay um <laughs> we're like okay. an hour in um, i know um yeah so they're scooby- like okay this guy's acting suspicious we'll send scooby in to like have a sneak around they're not gonna just go up to him and ask him what he's doing they're just gonna be suspicious and yeah sneak up to him which um, is worse yeah <laughs> which is yeah scooby <laughs> scooby tries to sneak up on him and then a lobster that's chilling in a bucket on the dock bites his tail. Scooby yelps and then hides. And Professor Instagram turns around and is like, in the most Skyrim dialogue possible way, goes like, must have been the wind. <laughs> it's just like, perception zero. Scooby sneak skill 100. It's written, very good. It's very good. I've written Fred and Shaggy hate Scooby. Yeah. I, think, I think that's before he sneaks up. They're like, you're the only Scooby around here, thank God. Yeah, they, yeah. They're like, you go Scooby, and he's like, me? And they're like, you're the only Scooby, thank goodness. And it's like, well, thanks, I suppose. It confirms he is the only talking dog in this universe. I can't remember if it was in the other episode where Velma's like, um, are they, have they found a clue? And she's like, that'll be the day. Or is that later in this episode? I think that's in this episode. Oh, yeah. it, it could have been in any of them, to be fair. Yeah, they're just very cruel to voice. Shaggy and Scooby, despite the fact... I know we mention this all the time, but they do, like, 90% of the legwork. <laughs> so, Instagram hides in the shack on the pier, but when they open it... It's the caveman cave inside. And he's incredibly aggressive for a man who's just been reanimated, which maybe he came back wrong. <laughs> 
maybe maybe the truth of early uh, hominid is that we are by nature incredibly aggressive or maybe it was just being dead and that's what did it to him yeah maybe he's just like something else came back you know inhabiting his body mm. but he's just yeah he's fucking yelling and chasing them classic classic scooby-doo monster style mm-hmm. yes is this this isn't the song chase i don't think i no. think they just chase for a bit and it's like very humorous he accidentally stands on Scooby's tail and Scooby like screams into a paper bag yeah. and then hands the bag to the caveman and he opens it and it screams at him and it's like what was the purpose of this scene? I know uh, it's for comedy. Comedy hijinks. Um, it, this is when I figured out that this was a SeaWorld thing. Yeah. Which Oceanland should really have ticked me off before but mm. it's when they're like going through the park running away from the guy and they see like performing seals and I'm like uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh and then the, yeah the smug trio and Scooby and Shaggy are separated um, and the smug trio are like, wonder where Scooby and Shaggy have gone. Um, are they? Do you think they're in trouble? And Velma's like, oh, they're probably miles away from the caveman. Which is like that. <laughs> that if is you know never true about the two of them. You would know that that is like the opposite of what's going on yeah, at any exactly. given moment. They're the danger prone ones. But they get like catapulted a distance, and they're like, you right? Mm. Shaggy's like, yeah, but I, now I know what a baseball feels like. Um, and Fred's like, we're going to stop that frozen fright, which he, he says quite a lot about it because he's very, he's very <laughs> pleased with the alliteration. <laughs> the gang reunites and then immediately splits up because Velma found a map and Fred's like, um, you guys go into the middle of the ocean and find where X marks the spot is on this map. Mm. And me and Daphne will go and uh, do something else. And I don't think we ever really find out what they do, which yeah, that's what I, I joke about them fucking. <laughs> that's actually what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> I wrote Scooby, Shaggy, and Velma go off in boat while um, Fred and Daphne fuck for all we know. Um, <laughs> so Scooby, Shaggy, and Velma row out into the middle of the ocean at night in the perma dusk <laughs> to find a spooky old fishing boat where the X on the map was. This scene got I reblogged around on Tumblr for a while because the logic of it <laughs> is incomprehensible. It's extremely good is the thing. So they end up on this boat and it's like a it's like a fishing boat and they they see the cabin and the doors open and they're like, okay, we break and enter all the time. Let's mm-hmm. do as we always do. They're like, they well, in. time to just get onto this stranger's boat. Yeah. It's ours now. <laughs> <laughs> And they're the true criminals Velma's like look out for anything shady and then the door slams shut behind them and it's like well the shadiness found you yeah and it was like well you kind of brought this on yourself yeah maybe it's... don't trust us. <laughs> I mean I don't know maybe that isn't the moral but <laughs> yeah so they get locked in this room with like an ice block making machine which unclear where the water's coming from unclear how it's freezing it that quickly but it's filling the room very slowly well, with these with giant these blocks of enormous ice enormous ice blocks they're like it's an ice machine but like ice machines that you use in like like restaurants and, and like pubs mm. and stuff they produce ice cubes this thing is producing like one meter by two they're, they're meter enormous chunks of ice yeah which why would you I don't know what the purpose for shipping I guess that's how they made the ice block man yeah. cave boy in ice yes they, they put him in the ice machine and cave it worked cave boy on ice yeah <laughs> cave boy on ice <laughs> yeah, it's just filling it's like a sort of you know uh, Indiana Jones we're in trouble now because it's filling with ice the room is filling up with these giant blocks of ice 
and they're panicking. Yeah. And so, they're like, Scooby, you gotta find us a way out of here. And they throw a Scooby snack into his mouth because apparently rather than making him brave, that also gives him like like higher intelligence. <laughs> and he's like, I've got an idea. And he gets on an ice block and goes super, super, super fast mm-hmm. on this ice block. And he's like, you know, he's revving down. And slides at the door. And they're like, oh, he's going to break it. Oh, no, he's losing control. Oh, no, what's going to happen? Oh, and, fuck. And the ice block. Do you want to you wanna take this? The ice block hits the door. Scooby flies off it. And the force of the ice block hitting the door dislodges the key that was inside it, knocking it onto the floor outside. I thought the ice made a key. No. Or maybe it does. I think no, it does. The ice. Oh, it does. <laughs> oh, we're going to read okay. you. No, so <laughs> what happens is the ice block hits the door and it forces the ice through the keyhole, forming a perfect key. By like going, a ring at the end and everything. <laughs> somehow by going through the keyhole and then that falls on the opposite side of the door. And then Scooby like puts his paw under the door and grabs it, and they just have a working key made of ice, which works in a lock for some reason. Which it works, and they're like, "Thank God the key works." Some significant force. Yeah, (laughs) just as they open the door, the room like fills to the to the top with with ice. ice, So they would have just been crushed if they'd stayed in there. Would they? I I don't know. I feel like they could have just turned the ice machine off. That was never presented (laughs) as an option. That's such a weird scene, but it really, it really encapsulates the whole like. It's very good. It's, it's very it's good. It's very good. Yeah, and they're like, we'll row back to shore. This entire exercise was kind of very futile. Futile. Fine. Oh yeah. Um, the the boat's been finest. smashed. Yeah. So they can't get back. Um, but that was like, luckily I've got a hot idea, which fun. <laughs> Does um, she? And the idea is that they just paddle one of the blocks of ice to shore, which it's in the ocean, it would melt, and you're just like stranded in the middle of the sea, but whatever. Also, and, um, like, I don't know, just the whole thing. The whole thing of like, let's paddle ice to shore. I can't even come up with anything better. It's just like, yeah. It's just dumb. It's so it's dumb. dumb. And then Shaggy's Shag- like, make- I don't like this idea. This isn't a hot idea. And she's like, what's the matter, Shaggy? Getting cold feet. And Velma is just deranged. I'm sorry. Shaggy she's- makes like a dick joke here is the thing. She's all like, it's not my feet. I'm worried about getting cold. Because he's like straddling this ice block. Oh, right, and yeah. he's like, ha. It's good. It's good to me. <laughs> Uh, but they're, they're chill with it. They get to shore somehow. <laughs> and like, they have a cunning plan to catch uh, the cave boy. <laughs> Involves um, Shaggy dressing as a, as a shark, uh, mm-hmm. Scooby dressing as a sawfish. And this is never explained why they're dressed as fish. I don't know. Because the caveman hasn't shown to be like interested in fish. He's just, yeah, why would they're he... just in a fish They're trying to get him to chase them. But why Maybe would he chase? Hungry. Why would he chase people in fish costumes rather than just them? In he their was already costumes? chasing. He them, was chasing so like... them. But yeah, so Scooby prongs him with his swordfish <laughs> point saw, <laughs> which is apparently sharp. Yeah, in, in on this, this cloth costume. costume. And um, then it chases them, but it's very hard because they have to hop on two legs because they're in fucking fish costume. It would have been easier if they were running. Uh, and the plan is that the smug trio will drop a net on them as they go underneath the door. 
Um, and Daphne's like leaning over the balcony, which is over the doorway. And she's like, I think I can see them coming. And the other two are like, hey, stop fucking leaning over. She's like holding hands with Velma <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, and she leans too far and falls. And they all try and like hold onto each other's feet to catch her. And they all just like end up on the floor with the net on them. So useless. Fred's plan failed again. And this wasn't even Shaggy and Scooby's incompetence. This was Daphne. Yeah. <laughs> Danger prone Daphne. Danger prone Daphne. Daphne. Did which, it again. Which they do say. Which, yeah, Fred says that. <laughs> and then uh, and then it's a chase scene and it plays a, nun, a new fun Beach Boy-esque sound. I really like this one. This one's like seven, seven days, days a week. week. It's like very catchy. I'll, I'll very put catchy. it in the end credits at some point or something. Yeah, it's very um, good. The caveman chases them and then he stumbles into the giant clam tank. Yeah. He falls into the giant clam tank and he's like, get me out of here. And they're like, that's not caveman language. (laughs) (laughs) That's English. That's the English language. I can't believe Um, this caveman might not have been reanimated from the dead. It's like, I don't know. It's a man in a costume. (laughs) But the thing is, they pull, they pull him out of the clam enclosure. But they don't pull all of him out because what they do is they pull the guy in the costume out of the skin of the costume. So it looks like they're basically degloving this body. It's, <laughs> it's very, very creepy. Very unnerving to watch. Yeah. Um, so it's just this caveman skin costume, which I kind of hate because yeah. it functions like a regular skin. And I'm yeah, like, and he just looks like a guy and you're like, that would be horrific. They have mm-hmm. extremely good special effects in this universe as well. Yeah, it's a projection. <laughs> it's a projection. It's kind of good in. Uh, it's kind of good in the live action movie because they do have like a projection that like does impressive special effects, and that's a pretty good callback. Yeah. It's like a good homage. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, they're like it's Professor, <laughs> it's Professor Wayne. It's Professor Wayne because, of course, professor. it is. You know, there was two professors. It had to be one of them, and it was probably not the suspicious one. Rather one, the, the, the one that we saw for like a minute, rather than the one they were like, "Look at this one." Look at him talk to him the dolphin fish. Ugh. Yeah, and it turns out it was all a plan. He heard that the caveman was washed into the ocean, so he got a fake caveman costume, froze it in ice. And put it into the currents where he knew it would wash up at ocean land. Um, I don't recall why. He turned, <laughs> he, he turned on a space heater to melt it and then pretend to be the caveman. So he could steal the other professor's talking to fish device. Yeah. But I don't know why any of this caveman bullshit was necessary. It seemed like a lot of effort to go to. I know. I mean, the thing is, they work with each other. He could have stolen it in a conventional way without involving... At night. night, Without involving cavemen. I guess night is all the time for them, but you have to assume they have, like, workers' unions. So they must be off the job at some point. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) he could have stolen it then instead of pretending to be a caveman. And also, what happened to the original caveman? Yeah, it's just never found. That's really sad. Yeah, it's a whole what, what, a, what a loss for archaeology. <laughs> it's just melting in the middle of the sea oh. somewhere. Oh. We should take better care of their heritage yeah. stuff. <laughs> also, the fact he was out to steal a machine that would let people talk to fish, I think I it's mean, very funny. <laughs> it's a cool machine. It would be nice if it was like mentioned later in the series as like an invention that people used. Yeah. 
I'm just like, oh, I'm going to have a word with my goldfish about that. Yeah, I mean, are fish conscious? It's unclear. Scooby talks to a fish and the fish is like, Scooby-Doo, and it's not it's not good to watch. <laughs> it's a little horrifying. It's, it's not good. I didn't like it much. It does. It also just looks like they're working on it together, but apparently not. So I'm just like a scientist, just like allowed to keep I their own project I don't know. secret. I mean, I don't know why lab. they're fucking at Oceanland. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot in this episode that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, they, why did they have the boat in the middle of the sea that was set as a trap to kill Shaggy Anybody, and Scooby really. and Velma? And why was the ice machine on that? I, it's all very confusing. It's Are we dumb or is it the episode? It's the episode, I think, in my opinion. But as they arrest the professor, he's like, uh, they're like, oh, he tried to steal the fish machine. And he's like, yeah, and I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids, which is the first time they've said that. Yeah, which is crazy. So, yeah, I they do... finally said it. They didn't say, and you're dumb dog. Um, the, the policeman basically just says, there's no meddling kids where you're going. No, just criminals. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's going to jail Ooh. For, the, for the crime of dressing as a caveman. <laughs> what do they prosecute I mean, on? Attempted is, thievery? I guess that is all he did in this episode, wasn't it? I mean, it's, it's, attempted murder, I guess. Did, he tried to kill them with ice blocks. Yeah, you could get like a trespassing manslaughter clause on it. Can you Te- have attempted terrib- manslaughter? Ad- I mean, I think he knew that they would be murdered, didn't he? Maybe. He knew that they were going to die. Could have done he's like you meddling kids I was willing to kill you to get what I wanted <laughs> yeah so they're like oh what should we do with this old caveman costume and Scooby's like I know and then it gets to them all at the malt shop and they're all dancing they're all cutting a rag <laughs> cutting a rug cutting the rug cutting dancing rug. a rag I don't know they're dancing and um, Scooby's dancing with the caveman outfit really and it's like flapping in horrible grotesque ways like a human skin <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like that <laughs> it's folds are so unpleasant <laughs> Scooby dancing with a flayed corpse of a human it's just it's not good it's quite meaningful in some ways <laughs> that's how we treat our ancestors mm-hmm. <laughs> we should uh, yeah and then the episode ends. Your opinion? I loved it. I was horrified, but I loved it. It was good. I, I quite like it. I love the outlandish nature of a giant <laughs> ice cube with a cape man inside it. I think that's a good monster. Yeah. I mean, it's not good, but it's, you know, it's good. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that the original caveman that was on the boat was the actual caveman, and that's how best they thought to transport him. I do like that his costume looks exactly like the original caveman. Oh, no. That's very impressive. It's impressive. Do you think after they were like, oh, caveman disappears into the Atlantic, and then he was like, costume shops were like, time to shine. ooh, let's yeah. cash in on this. <laughs> let's make an identical human skin suit. Mm. So, MVP? Um, this episode? Shaggy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Scooby, Scooby. actually. Yeah, because he made that key. ice key. <laughs> Yeah, and he also did the, like, I'm sneaking video game bit. Yeah, which, like, mm. Fred did nothing. Yeah, Fred. I mean, Fred does nothing ever. <laughs> ever. He came up with a trap that didn't work. I feel like it was Scooby for both episodes. Yeah, I think... I guess he is the hero. <laughs> That's why it's called Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Where yeah. are you, I guess? I wish, I wish it wasn't, but... <laughs> Yep, because <laughs> that's what it's called. Yeah, because he's only crossed the bridge, and he's the only he's one the who only, wasn't yeah. in, a hay, in a bale of hay. So he, yeah, 
So Scooby's actually the best Scooby, character of these Scooby two episodes. Yeah, Fred, Fred is the worst. Normally I want Scooby to die. Scooby normally adds nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it, really sh- it really came into his own. Which is nice. Mm. Yeah, we've got four more episodes mm-hmm. of season two. And then, because we're going chronologically, there is another series of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's 1978. Yeah. So we got some years... Got some years before in then them. we've got some good stuff we got yeah four more episodes of this so two two of two, our yeah. episodes and then we're on to the new scooby-doo movies which there are a lot Ooh. of and they are an hour long <laughs> they're gonna be great i'm very very excited they're very yeah scooby solving mysteries with a bunch of other hannah barbera characters. characters um and then we've also got the variety show stuff with like Scooby-Doo's Laugh Olympics mm-hmm. um, which is going to be terrible and I refuse to do all of them I mean I'm more excited for that than I am Scooby and Scrappy oh no I don't want to do Scooby and Scrappy either but we have to I feel like we can do an episode and then be like much like the writers of Scooby-Doo we gave up after this point we, we're giving up after this point and we are euthanizing Scrappy-Doo no, from we, our canon we have to do <laughs> we have to do an episode where we do talk about how despite everyone's hatred for him Scrappy did save the Scooby-Doo yeah uh, franchise I remember talking to my parents about this and they're like yeah we both hated Scrappy-Doo and I was like how did you save it then I know but I was there like but you were watching it so yeah checkmate (laughs) puppy power I guess (laughs) (laughs) guess, puppy power like an activist slogan I hope not. I wasn't it in one of the episodes where Scrappy Doo was just like an adult dog, but yeah, not? I, I'm sure I, that was established at some point. Doesn't he have like an uncle? He's got an uncle. Yeah, called something. Uh, I want to be like Zebedee, but yeah, it's like it's, Zebedee or something. Yeah, for <laughs> the magic round back. <laughs> I was watching like the last half hour of the first live action Scooby Doo movie before we recorded this I always seem to catch the last bit of it when I see it I'd, I'd watched the first half like a couple months ago and then okay. I saw it was up on Netflix and I was like oh, I never finished that I mean, had seen it before I'm a Scooby-Doo veteran don't worry but like <laughs> <laughs> but I was like I should rewatch your credentials. and it's just like scrappy do on screen and I'm there like I'm convinced after he gets thrown in the van to go to jail afterwards they just euthanize him <laughs> they send him to a farm up north <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> like we got no space in jail for criminal dogs. <laughs> uh cannon. Rest in puppy power. Rest in puppy power. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Cancelled. Cancelled. Um, um I think that's Yeah, do you have any fan fiction or anything to share this week? Uh, no. We've done quite a it's been quite long, so it's been quite a while. probably let people go. Yeah. <laughs> Another way like holding them ransom, but aren't we? <laughs> you have to listen to this podcast. It's law now. Mm-hmm. Speaking like, of which, we have thank fans. you for listening to this podcast. <laughs> Turns out we have people who care about this podcast, which is wild to us. A great ego boost for me. I woke up anxious this morning and it soothed me right down. Should we should we start a Discord where we just like have a fans of the show chat that would be good i think that would be fun we should do that anybody would want to join but yeah but you know maybe start it and if not it's just us yeah (laughs) it was i know how discord works now that's fun so thank you as ever anyone who listens to this podcast it means more than we can say we love doing it we're hoping we'll do it more frequently Mm -hmm. in the coming months Mm mm-hmm 
uh, we would like to do that and we hope you would like to listen to it yeah and I can't think of anything else to say about that so uh, we'll see you next time and stay groovy (laughs) stay groovy yeah understand what he's saying? I'm not a protocol droid. I'm pretty sure that beep is down. I sense Count Dooku is above us. Oh, yes, 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 you're right. Beep is up. I think.